Christ! Don't smash anything, Colin! Oh, bloody well! Okay. One, two, last chance. Okay, okay. All right, come to the front door. What? Don't let him in! We have no choice, do we? Unless you want the window smashed so everybody can see what's here. Look, hide the bag, uncover him and pretend to be working on his mouth. <gasps> Alice, Alice, it's me, but I'm going to walk you home as a surprise because I forgot where I left the car, but then... For Pete's sake, Colin, you're going to get me fired. I'm coming. Oh, where is he? Where's Mr. Swami? If you mean Mr. Kirkdale, he's with a patient. Don't go in there. Uh-huh. done, Mr. Sermon. Just a few more moments. Oh, sorry. Oh, for goodness sakes, I'm trying to treat a patient here. Will you please leave? I'm sorry about this, oh, Mr. Sloman. Oh, bugger. Oh, sorry, Mr. Sloman. Um, Dr. Curly Cow. Sorry, fella. Oh, oh, is he unconscious? Yes. Yes, we've sedated him. Now, 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 please leave. Alice, get him out of here. I'm so sorry, Mr. Kirkdale. I can't believe you, Colin. You're just barging here, shouting and screaming. Oh, God, careful! Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Oh, whose is the bag? Bloody hell! Hey, whose is this? It's mine. <clears throat> put it back, please. Oh, it must be a, a hundred grand in here. Just put it down and leave, please, Colin. I have a patient. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, why would you bring a bag of money to work? My savings. I keep them here so my wife doesn't find them. Just go, Colin. Please, mate. Hold on, hold on. How much is there? 160,000, if you must know. Colin, please go. We have a patient. Come on up. I'll let you out. Okay. I'm going. Without the bag. (laughs) Oh, just kidding. Sorry, Mr. Thing. Sorry, Mr. Patient. Oh, hey, that's blood, isn't it? What? Oh, yes, that's okay. It's normal to have a little blood. Oh, yeah, from his mouth, but not from his chest. Will you just leave? Please, Colin, you're embarrassing me. He's not breathing. Hey, he's not breathing. Hey, hey, mister. Leave him alone. He's just sedated. Just please leave before I call the police. He's dead. You killed him. I'm calling the cops. There's no need to call anybody. He's not dead. He's just unconscious. No, I'm calling the cops. You killed him. You're you're a killer. Oh! Emergency. Which service, please? It was me. Alice! Emergency. Which service, please? Hello? Uh, sorry. Uh, it was an accident, honest babes. I-, I dropped a sharp instrument while Mr. Kirkdale was extracting a tooth and we didn't notice until it was too late. It's never happened before and nobody's likely to believe it, so we don't know what to do. Will you help us, babes? Uh, help? Me? How? Why the hell did you tell him? He was calling the police, John. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? John now, is it? That sounds friendly. Colin, listen. Focus. Sober up. We need to get rid of this body. Oh, John. Is this a wind-up? Yes, Colin. Yes, it is. Jeremy Beadle will turn up any minute and explain how he was all a huge practical joke. 
You what? Who's Jason Beetle? Never mind. Before your time. Look, I assure you, Colin, this is as serious as it gets. It is not a wind-up. It's not a joke. We have a dead body here. Somebody died. We need to get rid of the body to save Alice from getting arrested. Oh, right. Pigs. No, we can't call the police. It's, it's too late. No, porky pigs. Pigs will eat a corpse. You have to chop it up, though. A body, I mean. What are you talking about? I'm saying feed him to the pigs. What pigs? I don't know. You, you go to a farm what does pigs and, f- and feed him to them a bit at a time. Oh, Colin, this isn't a movie. None of us has a friend with a pig farm. But we just need to get rid of the body somehow. Oh, and you want me to help? Yes. Please. How much? Colin, this is for me. A hundred grand. Colin, that, that's ridiculous. No! Fifty then. Look, are you prepared to help Alice or not? Yeah. For twenty-five grand. There will be no money involved. Well, there will be no help involved either. So I'll, I'll find a place and get them involved, eh? All right. A thousand pounds. Twenty thousand. Colin, I'm willing to go to two thousand, but that's it. Well, I know. I'll take the piggy lotch. Put that down, Colin. It's very sharp. Well, no, I'll try reasonable. But I'm only asking for 20 big ones and now I'm taking it all. Don't be so stupid, Colin. If you do this, I'll have no option but to tell the police that you stormed in and killed my patient and stole his money, my money. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. Who do you think the police will believe, Colin? A respected dentist at his place of work? Or a man with a criminal record who shouldn't even be on the premises? You told him about my record? It came up in conversation. That's right, Colin. Just please, put the blade down before you hurt somebody. You said you'd never tell anyone. Oh, so it's okay when you do it, but if I accidentally... I'm sorry. Look, shout at me later, but right now we need your help, so concentrate. Will you help us or not? Well, all right, but I want more than two grand to get rid of a body. You're right, Colin. Let's call it five thousand. Five grand? Yeah, all right. Great. So, any suggestions? Not pigs, Colin. Not pigging pigs. Oh, oh what if we throw him off, off uh, Lover's Leap? No, we thought about that. There are cameras. Yeah, well, if you just dump him in some bushes, an animal cat might drag him into the road. Oh, he's right. I haven't thought about that. Oh, so what do we do? I know, I know. We'll go to a 24-hour Tesco and buy a little uh, tent and a chainsaw and some proper quality garden sacks, you know, along with loads of bleach and uh, lighter fluid and uh, a big bottle of vodka. Wow. Okay. And what do we do with all of that? Oh, well, I, I saw it in a film once. We put we put him in a tent and chainsaw him into pieces. <sighs> Delightful. What a tent? It would stop the blood from getting everywhere. 
Clever. Yeah, I know, I know. And then we put the bits uh, into the sacks. Uh, we'll have one for the feet and hands, one for the head, one for each arm cut in two uh, at the elbow, you know, uh, two for each leg cut in two at, at the knee, and then that bit in, in the middle. The torso. Torso, yeah, yeah. We'll have to cut that into four and use four bags. Oh, yeah, and you need uh, one of them boiler suits as well because your clothes are going to get soaked in blood. My clothes? Well, are you going to do the chopping and the sawing? Me? No, no, I get queasy if I cut my finger. You know that. Yeah, he does, John. Yeah, I've forgotten about that. Him and Blood, they don't get on. Well, he seems to have no problem watching gory films. Oh, that's only pretend, though, innit? Well, I can't be part of the dismembering. Oh, Great, so you think I'm going to chop him up? No, no way. Fine, nobody has to chop him up. Well, what do we do with him then? Pigs? No. No, we, we go back to the original dump him in the woods plan. Oh, wait a minute. What about burning him? Oh, that'll take ages and, and there'll be remnants left. And where do we do it? The car park here? Oh, haven't you got one of them furnaces? Oh, you mean an incinerator? No, no, we keep our waste in special bins that get picked up every week. Nice thought, though, babes. We're just going round in circles here. Let's stick to the original plan. Dump him in the woods. Yeah, you're right. OK, right. Colin, you knit to the 24-hour Tesco and buy some plastic sheeting. Sheeting? Yeah, you know, a ground sheet or something big enough to roll him up in. Plastic? Uh, what about fingerprints? No, no, we're just going to use the sheet to transport them to the woods and then you know, we take the sheet and destroy it. In the insinuator? No, because there isn't one. It's just a fire, you know, a bonfire in our garden tomorrow. Uh, right. And do you want anything else from the shops? Uh, yes, tape, strong tape. So we'll wrap the body in the sheet in and then tape it tight. OK, uh, tape and a selection of sandwiches and drinks. What? I'm sorry, Alice, but I can't face this kind of trauma on an empty stomach. I'm really hungry. Right. Uh, sheeting, tape, sandwiches and vodka. Not vodka. Everything else, not, not vodka. vodka. Right, right. Uh, whoa, whoa, what are you doing with the bag? What, money for the shopping? Well, you don't need it all. Just take one of the smaller notes. No, don't take any. We don't know if it's marked or something. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, good point. Wow, you, you're good at this. Yeah. Uh, OK, well, give me a card then. Are you mad? The police are going to be very suspicious if a body goes missing and I've provably bought plastic sheeting and tape, aren't they? Well, give me cash money from your wallet then. Uh, haven't you got anything? No, oh, I spent my last tenner on some wacky-wacky for Alice and me later. Uh, well, um... I've got 30 quid. Is that enough? Well, I've got 15. Here, take it all, but we want the change, mind. OK. Sheeting, tape, butties, uh, drinks. Soft drinks, please, Colin. And a big bottle of water to help you sober up. And don't drive. I won't drive. It's only round the corner. Christ. Anything else, boss? Yes. Thanks for helping. It means a lot. Yeah, yes, uh, Colin, uh, thanks. Put it there. Oh, no. No good you holding out an empty hand, is it? 
I'm coming back for my girl and then you'll hand me a big one of that cash. <laughs> See you later, Mr. Smarmy. Right, let's start cleaning up. There's not much point in us we've wrapped the body, is there? No, no you're right. Uh, sorry, uh, I'm sorry, Alice. I, I didn't mean to snap. I know, it's been a rough day. How about a cuppa? Sure, thanks. No, I meant how about you making me a cuppa? What? Uh, oh, uh, yes, uh, okay. Uh, Only kidding. Not the usual. Uh, yes, thanks. We can do this, John. But in about four hours, it'll all be over. We've got rid of Mr. Stiffer, we'll have properly scrubbed the surgery, got rid of any sheeting, tape, gloves, etc. Four hours? God. Herbal? Oh, uh, no, uh, Tetley's will do, love, Oh, I'm going to nick some of this apple tea. Should we hide the money? What? Hold on a minute, the kettle's boiling, I can't hear you. Right, what did you say? I said, should we hide the money? Hide it? Yes, from Colin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll endear him to you. I just don't want him taking it all from us. Well, he won't take it all from us. Anyway, I won't let him. And how the hell are you going to stop him? Well, I'll just grab his ball bag till he drops the money one. <laughs> I do love you, Alice. Ooh, well, I think I'll make you tea more often. Damn, I know you do. Mm. <laughs> you know... I can think of five or six people who would help me move house, but only one who would help me move a dead body. Well, that's true, love, all right. You look tired. Tired? I think I've aged about ten years in the last twenty minutes. Well, sit down a bit. We can't do much anyway until Colin gets back, so let's just take five. But we've got to think about where we're taking him. It'll start going dark within the hour. I want to be a good half-hour's drive away. Well, that counts out the A539, then. I've been thinking. The recycling place in Dovechester. They'll have cameras, John. I know the centre will, but there's a bit of land further on from there where the gypsies camped for about a year. Oh, yeah, the travellers, yeah. We drove past it a few weeks ago. God, such a mess. Graffiti and rubbish bags, an open fire. I think the council would have done something about it by now. Travellers have been gone for months. No, no, that's just it. The council have finally tidied it up, scrubbed the cliff face of graffiti, and, uh, and given the place a, a spring clean. It was in the local paper yesterday. So, what are you thinking? It means we won't have to worry about the council coming back any time soon and finding a body. Well, yeah, but it also means that now it's tidier, it'll be more inviting to the public and they might find the body. Ah, I hadn't thought about that. Good point. Although it's hardly a picnic area. I mean, if people wanted to stop and eat sandwiches, they'd drive for another ten minutes and go to Horshaw Park. Oh, yeah, of course they would. It's signposted, isn't it? Well, yes, then, yeah. We'll wrap him up and we'll take him there. We'll park, drag him into the woods. Quite deeply into the woods. Yes. We should unwrap him, too, so he's more 
easily accessible to uh, animals and, and bugs. Yeah, and the wrapping is more likely to have fingerprints and DNA and stuff, so we'll just take the wrapping back and destroy it. Does that mean we should strip his clothes off in case they have our DNA traces? Ooh, I don't know. Well, I guess we should, yeah. And burn everything. The wrapping, the clothes, our clothes, everything. Yeah, okay. We'll be a bit cold, won't we? Uh, we, we take our clothes off later. <laughs> oh, you're joking. <laughs> Seriously, though, we, we should burn our clothes as well, so there's no traces of cross-contamination. Hark at you, cross-contamination! I know. Oh, my head's aching. Have you got one of those pills? Thanks. Listen, Alice. Is he going to be a problem? Colin? No, Mr Sloman. Yes, Colin. Well, I've known Colin for three years, John, and intimately for nearly two of those years. And? Right. Three months into our relationship, I fell pregnant. I'd had this vomity thing the weeks before, and I think I must have puked out the contraceptive pill. You never told me this. No, I never told anybody this. That's the point. I was so ashamed about taking that trip to the, you know termination clinic that I swore Colin to secrecy. Anyway, he promised he'd never breathe a word of it to anyone. Go on. A week later, we were smoking a joint with his sister in her flat and he he made some stupid comment about it in front of her. No. Yeah, I was fuming. He was so apologetic and blamed being high and grieving and he swore blind he'd never utter another word to anyone. It took a week before I even spoke to him again properly. Anyway, then, within the month, his mate Art was in the cafe that I was in with my girlfriend, and he came over and he started offering me his condolences for the loss of my baby, right in front of my friend. I didn't even know what he was talking about at first, but then he explained that Colin had told him in confidence all about the abortion. God, I was so angry, John. I was inconsolable, and I left Colin. You did? You left him? Yeah, I did, yeah. I went, I went back to my mum's. I took everything with me too and I stored it in the garage. Well, he betrayed me. It was my deepest, darkest, shameful secret. He was there for all to see because of him, Colin, my supposed best friend in the world. Well, it was unforgivable. But you still got back together? Well, after over about six weeks of him daily begging and promising and showering me with gifts, yeah, I relented. I realised the damage couldn't be undone and I just needed to get over it. Mature of you, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, the point is, since then, I've not confided in him about anything. It may actually be one of the reasons that we've grown apart. So, he can't be trusted, then? No, No, he can't. That's a problem, isn't it? Well, yes. Especially over hiding a dead body. If he doesn't stay quiet about that, we all go to jail. So what can we do? I don't know. You know him better than I do. What would work? Will he respond to threats? A violence? From you, no. Not me, no. I'm thinking we could maybe hire some big thug to warn him to keep his mouth shut. I don't know about that. He's a vicious fighter. I've seen him get the better of three guys in a scrap. 
He must know that he'd be endangering himself, though, you know, if he talked about it. Oh, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But what about blackmail? When his share of the money has been smoked, injected, sniffed up or whatever, is he likely to demand more money? Honestly? I don't know. You don't know? Well, what? that's not very comforting, is it? Whoa, wait, don't have a go at me. I didn't create this situation and I certainly didn't invite mm. Colin. I know, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Alice. I, I'm just scared, that's all, and, and my head hurts. Is it too late to call the police and take our chances with them? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it must be half an hour at least since Mr Sloman died for one. You lose your job and then you're licensed to practice for another. You probably lose your wife. Well... Oh, whatever. Uh, no, I'm serious. I, I am going to leave her, Alice. She's forever comparing me to her sister's husband. She knows it gets to me, but she does it all the more. The doctor, you mean? Oh, exactly. Of course, Tony's a doctor. They have a new Lexus. They're going on another cruise. They're going skiing again. Oh, you know, etc., etc. I know. I can't compete. He's in the Masons. Oh, you were as well, weren't you? Yes, but I was in his shadow there too, so I didn't stay long. Tony's hosting the Masonic Christmas Bash. Tony's been showing us all how to fire a gun. He shoots? Oh, yes. He's shown me his extensive shotgun and pistol collection. Don't you need a licence? Oh, he's got all the licences. He goes hunting every summer. He's been on a shoot with Prince Andrew. He's vice president of the gun club. Oh, it just never ends. How am I supposed to compete with that? <laughs> Sounds like someone in a movie. James Bond, even. Hey, um, have you got a photo of him on your phone? No, I bloody haven't. Well, can we change the subject, please? He's in my life more than enough as it is, thanks to Sue's regular reports. I'm getting less and less respect at home. I didn't have much to begin with. Oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going on about myself. Oh, that's OK. I like to hear how awful your wife is. What did we decide to do about the corpse? Well, I vote we just stick to the plan and we dump him in the woods. But what about Colin? What about him? He can't be trusted to keep his big mouth shut. You said so yourself. What if he's high with his mates next week and spills everything? That's more potential blackmailers or potential police go-toers and... And we'll be in worse trouble than if we just call the police now. Oh, let's just call the police John, now! If we call the police now, then Colin and me will be in a whole pile of trouble for helping you this far. <laughs> Colin and his yappy mouth! So, so what do you want to do, eh? Bump him off as well? It's his mouth, Alice. You do? You think we should kill him too? What? No, I, I didn't say that. Don't pop words in my mouth. Bump him off. I, I'm no killer anyway. Yeah. Try telling that to Mr Sloman or whatever his name is. I can't believe you're suggesting that we just kill Colin. I didn't. I'm not. I, I didn't say that. I, 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 I'm just... I'm just frustrated, okay? I've never killed a dead body before. Uh, neither have I. Oh, God. What are we going to do? I don't know. 
Can I just ask you a personal question? I guess so. Have you farted? No, I bloody haven't. I thought it was you, because I know you're scared. No! I mean, I am scared, but, but that smell isn't coming from me. Uh, it's him, Mr Sloman. Perhaps he soiled himself. Oh, charming. So now, as well as dealing with the actual dead bodiness of him and stripping his clothes off, we also have to wipe his bum. Uh, we? Oh, okay, Bill. Yes, right. Me? Okay. Oh, can this day get any worse, I wonder? Let me in! We've all been experiencing teething problems by Peter Frankson, featuring the vocal talents of Jackie Patton, Alan Veal and Peter Frankson, with music and effects by zafsplat.com. Thank you.